Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Down McCarty! Show that play. Lariano, Shanahan, I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Hell yeah, I'm a work in progress, but I got a lot of great news for all of you out there. Yes, this is Darren McCarty. This is Grind Time with Darren McCarty here on a Wednesday. Yes, this is August 14th. 2019 and we are firing this off i know i said 9 30 it's 9 56 so we're a little joey kosher late on that mark today but he's up here in the rafters as i look over to one of my favorite people in this world not you perry marty sheedy project scissorgate joining us today how you doing buddy i'm awesome thank you for your aura me. is glowing like <laughs> a, a nothing i've seen before dude Things are good? It's been an amazing summer. Awesome. Can't wait to talk to you. We'll get to you uh, in a little bit. Uh, um, always great to see you've been all around. Obviously, uh, a big night tomorrow night, meeting Chief for Trick Tricks and stuff like that. So uh, uh, anybody inter interested, I always tell them to get a hold of uh, Over the Moon Clothing, Damien DiStefano. Uh, he'll be there. So good to see you, Perry Vellucci, in the co-host seat. Um, actually, Perry... Uh, Great job this week, or great job today, you know, even that you finally, you know, had a conversation with McCool and, you know, you guys figured stuff out and I like it. But great job on the skate the other night. Saturday night, we had the grind time. I uh, promoted it last week. It was a Perry Vellucci grind time first skate special. Um, thank you to Rob McKay, uh, Blummer, Meltdown. Ryan and Mason are uh, our buddies from NASCAR. J.R. Roberts, uh, Zach, all our Michigan Warriors funnies, obviously Malachi, um, Sapanovich, uh, all the, <clears throat> whoever I'm missing, uh, Dr. Bruce, everybody that, Bobby, everybody that was there. Um, we had a great time. You can see a photo up at uh, on the Instagram page. Uh, and I think on the Facebook, DarrenMcCarty.com, which do, 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 I look over at Bam Bam because he's back on the ones and twos today. He was gone last week on an early show. Still hasn't told me where he was, but we'll get to that. But very, very exciting news because here, you know, the summer of DMAC still going strong. Jesus, mother. Time out. Glasses. I'm trying to do this. <laughs> Headsets, glasses. Just not working. There you go. It's going. All right. That's how you can test the volume. I got to hear myself. All right. This is important because the summer DMAC is still going strong. MIS, Michigan International Speedway. Might as well be my second home. Yes, Rick Brennan and I are officially have man crushes on each other. Rick Brennan is the president of MIS. Um, thank you, Jennifer. Senior Vice President of Player Development, uh, Hutchinson, for, um, and all my people at MIS for taking great care of me. Because this past weekend I was there once again, and this time 
Rochester Hill Zone, Brad Kozlowski sat down with myself and the Grind Time crew, which at uh, that day was uh, Isis. Um, and who else? Aaron. You had Aaron on video. Oh, I had Aaron on video. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, today is Aaron's birthday. So uh, to the most Leoist uh, of Leos I know, uh, proud of you, kid. Happy birthday. Um, now, Bax, and he did great video on this shoot, too. So that's right. I'm working even when I'm not working. Remember that. We are putting things in place, right, where now I can go out and record some interviews, which make it so much easier. Uh, I got a really special one next weekend or next next week. Um, I can't let you know right now because I'm finishing it, but we'll be able to do this. So go right now, right, DarrenMcCarty.com. Very easy. Darren McCarty. Yes. If you've yelled my name, if you spelled my name, um, if you've seen it in divorce papers, bankruptcies, you know, maybe <laughs> a gambling debt, you know, yeah. other divorce papers, more, di you know, whatever else. Darren you McCarty. It. You can yeah. spell it correct. Dot com right now. It's our brand new website. It's frigging awesome. It's freaking awesome. Thank you, Paul. Um, human element, uh, everybody over there, the computer-wise, all our podcasts are right there in one place. It's actually pretty cool because when you open it up, and we're adding to the site because Bam Bam added, uh, when you're done listening to the interview with Brad Kozlowski, you can go back and listen to any of the episodes you missed. So, that, yeah, that's what I said. The Brad Kozlowski live interview is on DarrenMcCarty.com. You can hear him. I'll give you a hint. He tells you why Roger Penske is the, is one of the goats in the industry, and uh, uh, he tell you what he'd do, be doing if he was a billionaire. And and uh, pretty much, you get to know uh, pretty much why I really dig this guy. He's a great guy because he'll tell you as he sees it. Brought him a little luck. Uh, the race. I'll talk about it later in the broadcast. Didn't go as well for him, but I also learned. Um, right now, guys, we're going to start off with an interview. And you know what? I'm all about letting everybody know about guys that, fuck, you know, they're like dinosaurs. And what <laughs> I mean dinosaurs is you can't fucking fight in this fucking game or treat it like it is. This guy should have been, he was definitely 10 years too late. Could have been 20, maybe 30, 40. He could have played in any generation. Oh, he was he's, definitely he's, a 70 He's that tough. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Grind Time with Darren McCarty show, Mr. Tom Sestito. Tom, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Now, if anybody doesn't know Tom, they can look at hockeyfights.com or, or, or database or whatever else. And uh, let me just tell you, one, one little quick clip is, I think it was 2013, 14, you led the league in pins, didn't you? Yeah, right around then. God, right around then. Now, do you know how many fights, uh, like you, like officially, you've had uh, in the NHL? I have, I have no idea. No, <laughs> no idea. Because I, I was going to ask you if I would say, you know, say it's fifty fights in the NHL. How many in your whole life in hockey do you think you've had? 50 in the NHL I've had? No, I don't know. Perry, Perry's oh. slow on the trigger to look at look up how many you've had. I'd, I'm just ga I'm guessing I'm just looking probably at all more these, than that. I'm looking at all these penalty minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I got... I, I hundred? Yeah, probably right around there. But how many... In, but but also, what my point is, is that the ones that... The ones that you fought in the minors and then in junior and then and everywhere else, 
They don't really, they don't count, but they should count, shouldn't they? Yeah, I'd be way over that. You'd be way over what <laughs> I probably three hundred. Yeah, probably. I was right looking at some there. of the. I was looking at some of the teams because my co-host on the show is Perry Vellucci. Now, the Vellucci last name you recognize because his brother Mike coached to in Plymouth. Do you yeah, oh yeah. That, well, well, how is now? How is Mike? What do you remember as Mike Valenci, uh, Vellucci as a coach? God, I wish I had him in the show. I probably, I probably would have a lot more fights and uh, probably more paychecks as well. Uh, no, I loved, uh, I loved Vellucci. Um, you know, I still keep in contact with him today. Uh, you know, I wish I had him in uh, Wilkesburg when I was there. I know he's heading there for uh, same maybe a couple year deal there. Um, but he was, a, he was the first coach to like really give me um, a chance to play and not just be uh, you know like a, a fighter kind of guy. But it was uh, that's where I guess my career started. Uh, he's the first coach to give me a chance. That's awesome, and and we always sort of remember that. And um, what is one of the like you said? Um, obviously, being a guy that's a physical guy. Explain to the, the you know playing back when I played and I came into the league in in ninety three ninety four. Um, that's <laughs> I always say I always say it to 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 you to you to like Jared Bull to to guys that maybe were just a little late because of the game now. What is the hardest part about playing the style that you play in today's NHL? It's yeah, I mean, well, the hardest part is probably just losing your paycheck and suspended. Um, <laughs> so, hey, know, hey, and 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 elaborate on that because I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. So, so the whole thing is is because that's a real deal, right? And 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 that's yeah. like let's talk talk the. Uh, the real, like the real about it, if you get suspended, and right, and it yep. costs you a lot of money. And being a guy that doesn't make the big bucks that everybody else does, every paycheck counts, right? Yeah, yeah, it's your job to you know keep the team safe. Like when I was in Vancouver, uh, you know, Torx never told me to fight anybody, but you know, I knew my I knew what my job was, and that Jordan Nolan came out and he ran uh, he ran one of the twins. It was the first shift. I didn't even step on the ice yet. And then I was like, he's, there was an icing, so I had to go out. He just said, Tommy, go take uh, Alex Burroughs off the ice. I'm like, God, I'm playing with the Twins now. This is great. And I I dropped the gloves. I told I told Nolan he's fighting me. Right. And he's like, I'm not fighting you. So I just jumped him right then and there. I had one second of playing time, 27 penalty minutes. And then I got suspended for four games, and you know, I lost <laughs> – Whatever it was, I wasn't making. I was making seven hundred fifty thousand, I think, that year. But I mean, you lose yeah, four games. That's four games. Four days. Yeah, four four of out of eighty two. Eighty two, yeah. Right, Marty. I'm going to do the math real quick. It's one twentieth of your pay, roughly. <laughs> Not quite one twenty and a half, but it's it's still it's that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, right, and I mean, you're just expected to do that. So it's it's that was one out of I think two suspensions that year. So, so, um, how, so I can only, I've been retired since 2009. So you, you've played in this NHL where, you know, back in my day, what I usually say about this is right. I said, because guys don't have the respect because how would you be when you, there's no fear of bodily harm or you have to own up to your actions because the only person who's going to get mad at you is your old lady. Cause you got, got your pay cut. Right. I mean, Correct. that's bottom yeah. line. So how. Do you think that because of that, you know, like there's 
guys are braver. Guys are oh, there's cheaper there's shots. No respect. Yeah, there's a there's way more rats in the league. It's still it's. it's they want to take fighting out of the game completely. Wait, wait until you see how many rats come out of their cage. Who's the biggest rat out there there's these no, days? There's no repercussions for your actions. You're, you're right. It's just, I mean, when I saw a guy, if a team had hit me in a game, fight, I would, you know, I'd be the cheapest player I could. And I just, it's just, I mean, it's human nature. You're not going to pay for anything. Like, where, Tommy, where are you talking to us from? Like, it's going in and out a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm, I'm in my hometown. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. That's in New York, you're upstate in, you're, New York. You in Rome? Yeah, yeah. How big is how's the big is the place you grow? And and speak about that because you're you know from upstate New York. How does a kid from upstate New York was hockey big in Rome, New York? Yeah, I mean it's it's big in upstate New York. Um, you know, I wouldn't say it's like a hotbed by any means, but uh, you know we got six months of cold weather, so I guess it's. That's uh, the best for hockey, um, but it's small. It used to be an Air Force base on this on uh, in the city. Um, that closed down in '99, so it, I mean, there's only probably 50,000 people tops here. Right on. What's uh, what was is it? Uh, what kind of uh, industry uh, does the town? Because it's you know the type of play guys like guys like us or guys like you. There has to be you know some element of growing up for work ethic for. Uh, you know, sacrificing yourself for your fellow guy. Where did you learn that, or where did that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just it's a blue collar town. I mean, my 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 father was a fireman. Uh, my grandfather was a fireman. Uh, you know, I just I I learned from both of them. We just I don't know. It was always just teammates, and um, you know, strive for greatness that way. No, I was never the best player on my team by any means. I, I was on good teams like we had in Plymouth. I think that helped me out a lot. Tommy, um, I, I, I got to tell you, when your rookie year, back in 04, 05, I was watching you. And in I, Plymouth. I, in Plymouth. Yeah, sorry, in yeah. Plymouth. In the O, and, and I'm watching. I'm like, I, I got to admit, you look, Darren's not a strong skater. You look like Bambi on skates. Your, oh, your was, skating was, was – and then the yeah, it, next year when you came back, whatever you did that summer – was incredible what it did to transform you into a skater and a hockey player. You know what it was? I was always like, a, I was always a small guy and I grew like five inches, five and a half inches that one summer before I came to Plymouth. I had, I had to learn how to skate again. I couldn't figure it out. You had primo disease. <laughs> That's what we call it in Detroit. That, that was the primo disease. You had to grow into your body. So, see, I wasn't aware was, that time. Yeah. You, you, cause it, you were a big gangly kid when you came in. It was, um, yeah, I didn't know. I, I was a small skill guy my whole life. I'm like, oh, my God, I grew. And then everyone thought I was fighting. I'm like, this is going to be bad. So I had to learn how to fight on the go-to. How, so how talk about that, right? Because you know, that that's sort of, uh, you know, a, a lot of the same lines as I did. I had to go to power skating every summer and work on my skating and stuff like that. But, it, you know, the, the trial by fire, what was the – because I always tell everybody, like, my – if if somebody asks me fighting tips, I'm all, I, my things are um, you always you always want to see where it's coming from because if you see it, you can take it. It's the one night you get your head down or you don't see that's gonna knock you out. And and you know the the other one is you, like pretty much is you can't be afraid to take a punch. If you're afraid to take a punch, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. What did I mean, you that's... learn? That's what I learned. I learned. I learned quick. I mean, I learned that I didn't like to get hit quick. Um, Absolutely. 
But yeah, the, the whole, you got to watch it, put your head down, take it to the top of your forehead instead of your jaw was, that was, uh, that was learned quick as well. But I, you know, I, I took a couple of beatings. That's what happened. I think everybody should take a beating. It smartens everybody up. Absolutely. I did. I did. You, you know, Hey, and you know what? You learn quick when you go, okay, that's, that, that's fine. But that's, you know, along the lines is that I try to tell everybody, Bottom line is that no matter what it is you want to do in life, it's it's going to be hard work. And you know what? If you're going to embrace the suck and, you know, thinking about it, you know, like uh, doing what uh, you did for a living even even more or do for a living even more so um, isn't, uh, you know, glamorous and it is and it isn't fun. But there has to be there has to be some enjoyment out of it. Is there part of uh, the physical part of the game? And and the fighting part of the game that you that you learned to enjoy, you know, I I wouldn't say I ever really enjoyed it. I did enjoy, you know, I enjoyed playing in the NHL. I enjoyed playing on those teams, and I think, you know, that's what I had to do to be on those teams. I was never going to be, you know, the first power play guy, um, you know, net front that I was in junior. I mean, I I started to get there, and I thought my career was changing at one point, but then it was just, you know, like uh, Torts. He ended up getting uh, he ended up getting fired, and then I'm back with square one trying to you know build trust with a uh, a new coach and it's hard to do um when you're a guy like in my position so you just i just had to you know brace that role that i was known for and just um you know kind of go with it it's not i so like question I, I don't think i ever really enjoyed it but i just enjoyed the lifestyle and i enjoyed being on the team in the nhl uh, you know that's awesome because it's is have you always wanted to be an nhl player like was you know, that your I, dream? I, I, you know, when I was younger, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was possible. You know, I was just, you know, I I got to juniors. I played with my on my brother's team in Plymouth. I wasn't I wasn't playing much. You know, I grew and then I kind of just developed into. You know, I was PKing a lot, and then you know, one year I kind of just you know blew up the scoring. scoring and, um, you know, I had some teams interested, and then that's kind of. You know, it's funny you talk about your brother Timmy. So yeah, you play with Tim. So you were like Tim's size. Did Tim ever? Because Tim, Tim never grew like you did. No, no, Tim. I know, I know that feeling between me and my brothers. <laughs> hey, he came home the one summer. He's like, oh, I can't beat you up anymore. So he started being nice to me. <laughs> ah, the I can smart relate. brother. Can That's Perry yeah, he, can relate was, to that too. Yeah. That's He's when they start kissing your ass. Hey, so so who taught you uh, how to fight with 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 when you started fighting with the Whalers? Who was was there a certain guy that taught you? Uh, Gino Paisolini was there. Uh, I don't know if you remember that name. Oh, dude, are you dude we were talking me? about Listen, Gino. We were talking. I met. I got to meet. I'd never met Gino, but I got to meet him down in San Francisco. I was doing an event with Mike Tyson, uh, doing a cannabis event, and Gino flew down from Arizona and. Bro, like, and to talk to Perry, and then they'll pull up and watch some of the like, because a lot of this stuff is you guys are younger, and I retired in like '09, and and so the names, but to see like, dude, you guys, you guys are not like just back in the day, because Junior is closer to the way that it used to be than anything in hockey. You know, it's still different, but as far as guys. You know, like you, you still the the teenage years, and you still like you'll have that angst and that fight and stuff like that. So that was more. I watched those fights and go, wow, you know, these guys back in the day. So, um, 
Yeah, because yeah, I, I looked at that, like, was it your rookie team? There was, like, you, uh, Pes- Pisolini was there. Who else was there? Like, uh, what I, other I, guy? Because you guys had a, Jared, always had a tough team. I mean, Jared Bull was there. I don't think he was there my rookie year. No. He came the next year. Your old, um, what about I mean, the 07, as, the 07 team, the cup team? 07, yeah, that was, I, I think me, Bullard, James Neal was there. He didn't play yes. much. He still doesn't play. <laughs> uh, we always he, break his balls. We always break his balls that he would have been a first rounder if he fought more in junior, but. Uh, ain't that the truth, but how, you know, how, there's guys that are made that way and guys that aren't, you know? Yeah, I'm, he's doing fine, though. He'll do, uh, yeah, friend. you know what, he'll be all right in Edmonton. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, then we had, I don't know if your brother, if uh, Mike ever uh, mentioned him, we, we had that boxing coach. I think his name was Kirky. Kirky. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. Trained, Kirky. Dude, he trained, I remember me and Proby back in the early 90s doing some stuff with Kirky, too. I'll, I'll never forget him. I was like, every, after every uh, every practice, I was with Kirky. Well, that's good. Well, it, hey, it definitely paid off. Um, It, it did. What did you... Uh, like um, I see. I know I've seen you. Like, you fought like Jared Bull a bunch of times or stuff, stuff like that. Um, I actually got one. I'm. A, I want to show people you in action. So I pulled up a fight of you and Jared Bull in uh, November. It looks like it's in uh, Anaheim. Is it in Anaheim? Yeah, it was in Anaheim. Is it the first time you guys fought? That was the first time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. Uh... What started it, but uh, we uh, just had how, to get it done. How about, right, exactly. And, and explain that because you guys are teammates, and I try to explain that, you know, for most of the time, it's it's like the job, and after the game, you know, you'll be like, hey, dude, you you got me good that one, dude. Let me buy you a beer. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. it's yeah. part yeah. of the he game. Was, he was running around. I was running around. I was just, you know, just settle it down. And, you know, we're, I mean, we're still friends. We talk after a game, just – I'm happy nobody tagged each other too hard. Uh, well, that, that that's the idea, right? You know, you yeah, you, you, you got to do because a lot, because most of the the people understand is that it's a, it's a, you know, there's there's a code and stuff like that, and it doesn't matter. But if you play that style of game, like you said, there's the rats, and then there's the guys with the respect and stuff like that. That's why you grabbed them because he because he gave Colin a shot. Or you standing yeah. there, or whatever you know, like which is the what you're supposed to do, and I, I think that, you know, this stuff in the game right here, is is what polices it for the young, for the the guys, not only the talented guys, but also it shuts down some of the cheap shot guys. Don't you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you see, you see, like the. The is like they're. I don't want to just call out guys, but there's like the, the rat guys. They're going to get away with so much more if there's no fighting. You don't have to show somebody that's going to come grab them and sense into them. There's there's going to be more headshots and concussions than you can than you can imagine. That's that's my that's my thought of it. But you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, you know what? Do you? Uh, I know. I saw that you. Are you going to camp anywhere, or do you have any? What are I your might. Plans? I'm, I don't have much over here. I think I might go to uh, over to Germany or into the KHL. Uh, the KHL starting soon, but uh, you know, missing missing all the camp, which is nice. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that, see, that's it. Being a veteran now, and you're uh, how old are you? Thirty two. Yeah, thirty two. Yeah, thirty two, yeah. dude. So remember, you, you like you said, you you've gone through the wars. You've done every. You've done everything else. You know. Good luck with uh, everything. Um, 
Thanks for joining me, bro. And, uh, you know, welcome to the Grind Time family. If you want uh, to check in on uh, Tom Sestito, guys, it's at Tom Sestito 23 at Twitter. Has he got any other handles out there, bro? I think that's it. All right. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll get me in trouble. All right. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Well, thanks a lot, Tommy. Best of luck right, wherever you go. We'll me. catch up with you. Hey, Tommy, hopefully, yeah, yeah give, give us a call when you come back to Plymouth. All right. Thanks, Tom. That's Tom Sestito, guys. Looks like he's going to the KHL. That's a last of the dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, like he's one of the last dinosaurs. And I think if you watch that fight that we just showed you, that's the respectfulness of not only like two guys that know their jobs and, th and different things like that. That interview with Tom Sestito, guys, is bought, brought to you by Jeffrey Cavanaugh, the Jeffrey Group of R America Realty and R Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage, having enjoyed a decades-long five-star customer rating. What sets them apart year after year in this competitive home-buying market? I'll tell you. And this is why it's important, and this is why they're on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. It's their family of customers consistently report a simple, seamless, transparent, and ethical process, meaning... They're, they keep their intentions pure. Uh, you deserve nothing less. Don't make a move to sell or purchase a home without consulting with Jeffrey or Rhonda. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender. NMLS number 3446. Thank you, Jeffrey. Anyways, thanks to Tom Sestito there. There's a quick, yeah, we changed it up today, Perry. We did the interview right off the bat. That could be because it's, 10 o'clock because let's see i just came yeah what'd you do today well today today let's go for today you want to start with today we'll start with today today i did red wing fantasy camp i was down at the joe everybody was out there at red wing fantasy camp great job by phil pierce and his staff um you know who was down there uh Matthew Dandino, who's like oh, all, all of our little brother. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Like, and I was telling somebody today, Dandy's the one that, you know, if you need, like, he's the one that would do the video, and, but he's always the little brother. And you realize because he came in at 19, and we're all like 21, 22, 23, but to all of us, he's his little brother. And yeah, little brother's like uh, 40, 44. Is he, right? is he still you know? a rookie, like Brownie called him? Is he still a rookie? Yeah, he's still a rookie. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He'll always be the rookie, but Dandy's the responsible one that has all the videos and and all that stuff. So he was there. Murph was there. Uh, Drew Miller. Um, so what did you guys do? What would what, what it consist so, of? So it was a three-day fantasy camp, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I was busy yesterday, which I'll get to why I wasn't there at fantasy <laughs> camp because freaking Christmas from DMAC. Um, but... Uh, so today they had the championship game. So I went down in the morning and uh, hobnob with the guys, ran them through some pregame skates, um, stuff like that, had lunch. Just got to, you know, the best part about the Red Wing Fantasy Camp, I find, and I hadn't done it last year. I did it a year before. And um, actually some of the guys, Deed, shout out to you. A couple of the, few of the guys that were there went on the DMAC drinking tour back in the day. I won about five years ago downtown that they all still talk about. I had to retire it. I mean, we can go on a smoking tour now, I told them, but I mean, we're done. Uh, we're done. We're done on the booze cruises, but it was fun. So then we had a, a scrimmage game. So it was team. Uh, oh, and uh, Bubba Erickson, Honors Erickson was there too. Yeah. Okay. So wow. it was team Howe, which was the Oscar Red team versus team Lindsay, the white team. Now the first two days, team Lindsay had won. So there was pressure on us. And not only, so t the other team had Red Berenson as a coach, 
we had Mickey Redman as a coach. And Mickey was awesome today. He was like throwback, you know, pep talks between periods. It was like he was engaged. And, you know, I said it, I said it to one of the people that worked there. I go, you know, it's the the culture, the atmosphere, the things around the rink. It's like it's infectious of of what's coming and the appreciation. We all had it. And we, we had a great game. Um we ended up losing six five. We we came back from five two down, but I literally lost my fucking marbles today, Perry, on the referees. <laughs> Listen, when Mickey Redmond says Wow, I didn't realize Perry Vellucci might be the best ref I know. No shit. No, he didn't. I told him oh. I had to say that to you next <laughs> No, time. Mickey, oh, believe me, no, Mick. No. And Listen, I know no, he will is. call, he will say, Perry, you're bad, but these, this, <laughs> oh my God. Dude, it was Marty, I got called, okay. I, he called me for a penalty, Perry, because guy tried to lift my stick and I leaned on my <laughs> stick and he fell down and he called me for tripping. Right, which yeah. is going, and I'm, I'm like, you got it. I thought he was joking. So he gets a break. Well, anyways, goalie stops it. We get fired up, and we score a couple goals to get back in the game. Okay, I'm fine with that. Then, so I'm still chirping the kid, you know, a little bit. I said it's the Detroit Red Wings fantasy camp, not Detroit Red Wings fantasy referees camp. I love it. I, I said, fuck, it. who taught you how to rap, Perry Vellucci? <laughs> you know, I, no, I, I, I went off on him. Guys. I was giving him like, and I don't. You got to understand, it, when the game, when we played as a Detroit Red Wing, no, I was the diplomat. I was Dougie Brown with the refs to everybody else. Stevie was the one that always loses oh, his marbles. No. Like, <laughs> tell stories. Like, so I went to, like, level three today where he would go to level 10. But I was, like, and I got so more pissed. But this is why I got pissed. It's the accountability. Listen, so I get the puck. I make a move, and I got a guy hanging on me, which is fine. Except the guy's stepping up on me, so I go to turn this way. Guy jumps off the bench onto me, <laughs> knocks me down. Ref's standing right there. It's not the guy that called the dinky-dink penalty, but I look at him, and he's looking at me. I go, you're not going to call that? And the fucker says, if you wouldn't have yelled at me earlier, I might have. Oh, so I lost me? my shit. Oh, hell yeah. So I lost my shit on the one guy. And then I'm like, I don't even know why I'm losing my shit on you. You're too big of a fucking pussy. <laughs> I went over on the other guy. Needless to say, the, yeah. I don't think they were referees. I think they worked for the fucking team. So I'm going to have oh, somebody so fired. Just, no, yeah, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> That's you know, so dick move. But, 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 no, but, but no. anyways, Perry. And Mick got, Mick probably got. Mickey got, when I got assaulted. Mick's competitive guy. No, Mickey, got, Mickey came on the ice and he, like, and listen out there. And so, yes, I got fired up. Like, literally, I had to talk. My, I had to sit on the ice, Perry, because if I got up, I, like, the goalie was probably going to get one in the throat <laughs> or somebody was going to get, you know, I was, you know, going to rub elbows with some, you know, st it's a competitive nature. And the fact is because the fucking guy said, if you didn't yell at me earlier. Like, what the what fuck is that? that? <laughs> That's fucking That's bay off. That's bullshit. I, you know what? I'm calling bay off out because I told him I would do it. And, and, and Well, I give Bay off credit. I thought you were the worst referee until today. I mean, the best worst. The like, best I mean, of the worst. No. The best when of I, the worst. Well, no. When I say the why Perry's, Perry doesn't call it nothing, right? Which I love, but... Not when you're like oh, not feeling like playing, and you know, no, you read the score, you read the score, you make sure it's a Perry's, tight game. Perry's a great, and all Perry's our sixth guy. 
He said, how many career helpers do you have? Oh, especially when you got guys telling you, I don't want to. Dude, wanna, if I'm on the fly and I come out the wall and Perry has a chance to kick it to me and he doesn't, <laughs> I will fire his ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate when I can't connect with the pass. You think that ever happened in the NHL? What? What you said, what the ref said to you. <laughs> exactly uh, what happened no, today. No, no. No, I mean, today's NHL. That's what I told the kid. You'll never ref in... Oh, you'll never ref in my NHL. <laughs> you'll ref today because you fucking suck. But it's the inc- But you think it's ever happened? Whole, what? Like that? You think that they hold Nowadays, a grudge on a certain probably. player? That's crazy. Oh, there's certain guys. No, dude, yeah. Oh, McCreary did against Stevie. He would throw Stevie out because Stevie would just no, go no, off no. on him. But. McCreary, shick. Stevie wouldn't swear at McCreary. You could say oh, it. Oh, okay. See, you, if you're going to tell stories, Perry, you no, have I to. No, I asked. I was don't just let like, the truth I'm, get in the way of a It was a question to you. It was story. a question to you because you were there. Well, then do you want to form it a question? Yeah, I thought well, McCreary used to throw yeah, Stevie out thought, all the time. That's not forming it a question. That's forming it an opinion. Do you have a question or do you have an opinion? I have a question. Yes, sir. Which Did Stevie, question? uh, uh, was Stevie thrown out by McCreary because of the way he attacked McCreary? Stevie was never thrown out by Bill McCreary. Oh, I thought, oh, he was I thrown out by Rob Schick okay. only one time because you all knew with Bill McCreary, you never swore in front of Bill McCreary. You could have a conversation, but it was... And say close. a lot of things without... You could have a conversation. Now, you could go up and down on certain guys depending on what it is in your relationship, but the worst one ever was in St. Louis... And I'm standing between Stevie and Rob Schick, and he's chasing him around. Stevie's chasing Schick around the ice and just won't let him go. And I'm not even, I can't repeat what he said <laughs> because I would not say that stuff ever, <laughs> right? About whatever. So if you think it's as bad as, like, it can't be that, no, no, it's worse. Like, I, I didn't even know these words existed, and they, I had to go and look up at this couple words in a dictionary. Because that's the thing, too. Think about it. If you could chirp on a cerebral level where the guy knows you're chirping him but can't prove it. <laughs> oh, you like already you beat him. Like, you could call him a... Like, you can, you can make up some... Like, that's the whole thing, too, is that, that like, like guys would have troubles if they guys swear at him in a different language because they don't know what they're saying when guys would say... Because it's a translation. But Stevie would say that... And then finally, Schick ran him, and Stevie was like... <gasps> What? <laughs> what did I say? Oh, who, me? Oh, do you believe that? Do you, and I'm like, literally, my ears are bleeding from just taking the, hearing the abuse he's taking. Because I think I was having PTSD because he's probably talked to me the same way Stevie has. But no, there's certain, and that's just, but I was, I was hot, hot today. And, and hey, I did such a little bitch move when he gave the guy the penalty shot. I went and shot the puck. They, they put it down in the center ice. The guy was gonna go on. I skated by, shot it. Did you? I tried. I didn't. I was pissed. I didn't have a stick today, so I just fucking used some fucking. I, what, you didn't. You didn't have one of your warriors. I didn't have a fucking stick. I had some chopstick, so I went to flip it over the glass and I fanned on it. So it's fucking even now. Oh yeah. And then when you go to think to break your stick. Because I treat sticks like cars. I don't give a shit, but not when it's not my stick or my car. So if you lent me your car or gave me your stick, I'd take care of it. But if it's mine, it's fucked. Anyways, that's pretty much it. So I had a moment, Perry. I actually missed you for a brief moment today because you would never treat me like that. Oh, hell no. Hell so that's no. it. That's my wine. I I apologize. And just Mickey because it, oh, in Mickey the love of games, I've seen, Mickey's a competitor. 
And I mean, there's a couple games we've played where other teams have gotten a little where I've had to back him down. But I mean, Mick, you could just see like he's not happy like what's going on. I love it. That's that's you know the character. The culture. Let me give a shout out here. Uh, he'll be uh, he'll be our uh, guest upcoming. I do uh, sometimes if you're in the Lansing area, you can hear me uh, on the game 7:30 a.m. Uh, with Dave DeMarco, host of the Mad Dog Show in Lansing. Uh, he sent me this Mad Dog mug, and uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, Marty Sheedy Project Scissor Gate. What's up? What's up? You Marty's tell me, in the bro. House. When's the last time Marty was here, Perry? Uh, May. May. I was going to say at least June, a couple July, months. June, July, August. Three months, yeah. bro. And you just got back from, when you were in, you just got back yeah, from. No, no. Peru. Last time you were in, you oh, were, got yeah. back from Peru. And yeah. Now then, you, you well, just. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for the, the, the for fun right there. Yeah, right, right. on. That, it, oh, it turned out amazing. We raised like, like nine to $10,000. That is awesome. So Marty's talking about the fundraiser huge. we did back. Probably yeah, May May eleventh. Yeah, May eleventh uh, had the Project Scissorgate, which explain to the listeners again what Project Scissorgate is and what injuries yeah. you've been faking your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> always not. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Always not. Perfect, Marty. Give it, um, give it to him. Wait till, wait till I tell him the biggest secret. This, this. Hey, you know what? This guy's like, dude. You know he gets everybody, to, or he doesn't get everybody to hang out, but the, he's got it figured out because if you're going to go to an amusement park with him, oh, yeah. dude, he's right to the front. front. Of the line. Right to the front <laughs> line. He's like, he's a, dude, yo, I got this today, <laughs> boys. <laughs> dude. Hey, I always tell you that a you little, you lose it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> One so, day I, uh, I'll unzip myself and untouch my legs and be like five foot, be like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we got, hey, we got money to raise and yeah. stuff. So, no, but a project literally foundation, and I was born with arthroposis and prune belly syndrome. The two really rare different medical conditions. I really won't get into them, but you can doodle them. I was affected like multiple different ways. I had a kidney transplant due to Pumbali syndrome and doing great. Uh, Project Lizard Foundation helps people with arthrolyphosis and Pumbali syndrome. The past like two years, it's been a lot of outreach and meeting others with both conditions to help spread awareness, but also. When another person meets another person with a really rare medical condition, it's a really powerful thing. It's magic, so right? It's magic. It, it transcends anything that money or donations can buy. So, like, that's what I've been up to with that. In the past three months, I went to California, uh, flew into San Francisco, drove down to San Diego, but along the way met different families, had a mini meetup. Uh, from there, I went to Colorado, uh, was there for a week and a half and had some incredible energy, serendipity. Like, we literally, so we were with my friend, Mitzo and Mike, yeah, who we travel with, yeah. and they live in Peru, and they had also they posted this. We literally ran in, they, they were on a road trip continuing. So they left San Diego and drove through Arizona, Idaho, Wyoming, and Colorado. We literally met them in the same city. We were driving, and they were driving the other way a week apart. 
the talk about serendipity wow, in the universe, the lining. But, but let me ask you this, bro. Since so when, how long ago did you have your surgery? Two years. Two years ago, okay. So in yeah. the last two years, it, it's really been, um, I think the kid, you know, people have to understand, I'll give you a quick connection yeah. to Marty and I. Uh, Marty's dad, and because um, he's, like he told you, he's faking in his suit there, <laughs> but he's been doing it since he was a little kid. So uh, I don't know, how old were you when your dad used to bring you down there? Like- Six or seven, he'd buy, and he'd, he'd come down to the glass during warm up. My first, yeah. you know, couple of years and stuff. And through Dave Lewis, our assistant coach, got to meet Marty when he was five or six years old. And how old are you now? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Which, which, and it hasn't been an easy journey, but in the last two years. It's so unbelievable where he talks about serendipity because him and I are connected in this universe serendipitously because of, you know, our battles with different things. But in the last two years, I speak to everybody out there about my journey and how, wow, the awareness in two years with what you've gone through. Can is can you put into words or explain to somebody? Because... What I, tr- what I try to do with Grind Time with Darren McCarty is when we're here now, I, I want to let people know they can get here too. It's, yeah. it's going to take hard work, but there's people out there that can show you. Now, you've done that, right, with people of your own ilk. Yeah. I try to do that with, pe- with addicts, with alcoholics, with people, you know, wonder else. So it's two years now. Right, and it's to renew on life. My whole life has changed. It has, but it, explain to people how, because both of us were near death, yeah. right? Like yeah. you, you medically, me, because self-induced. Um, but to be able to come out there, so it's not only that, but it's the mindset. The I, mindset. I, I mean, I, that's that's the overall. The mind. So the it. mindset has to be, what. As positive as possible. Positive, always, 100%. right? I mean, yeah, life can dip you down and negative, but that's always going to happen, but you can flip it. You can find a way. Elaborate on that, Marty, because if anybody would look at you, right, they would say, fuck, this guy has it rough. When when I look at, when they don't know you and I say, he's right. the luckiest motherfucker. No. This is guy, right, <laughs> he's right. got more so, than, yeah. So what I'm trying to say is because you've, your whole life, had these challenges, right? right? And you've always stayed positive. How is that? What has been the driving force? Has it been faith? Has it been an I, I, inner knowing, a I, intuition, a trusting that there was something bigger and better? Yeah, I, that's the old soul. I, that's what I did. The old I, I've soul. always been consciously aware that my disability is only, it's going to limit my physical body, but there's so many other things that I can do. So why take what I can't do and use what I can do to the best of my ability. And yeah, there are moments of like downness, but to me very few. And right. that's the blessing. But you just flip it. Like like the kidney transplant. When me and Drew want a match anymore. Yeah, so uh, let me hear. So Marty Marty's time. best friend Drew, 
right? They were a match. They were heading in. They were going to get the surgery done. And because of Marty's disease, his blood work flip-flopped overnight. And Drew was not a match. So Marty was literally turning. He looked like, hey, seriously, <laughs> Mar- dude? Marty was. He yeah. was gray. Yeah. He looked He looked like, like he was gray. But so explain what happened because that's the yeah, power. So I, I was like, I was devastated. Those two nuts two or three days, I was down because that was, everything was aligned perfectly. I was in a healthy fat. So, but then I then flipped it. He decided to be a parent donor. So he would donate his kidney to someone and that person third party would kidney. donate. Third party yeah. kidney transplant. So then that. He said he would do that. Then I'm like, okay, this doesn't happen and happen faster. And then it happened and five people weren't able to get kidneys because of it. So in the big picture, that's, that's the positive. So my, the big thing is that you have a, a specific condition or try and meet others like you, whatever it is, even if it's not a disability. If it's it could be epilepsy positive. or uh, multiple sclerosis, like community for medical conditions is a huge thing. So use that, and then you will find other people. Like, hey, well, my story might be able to help others, and then you can turn your mindset positive that way just by being involved in the community. So it's simple things, but the mind is a very, very, very powerful thing. And I can't stop. You're, you're proof of that, Marty. Yeah, I, I, you're, you're, I you're, think that's it. As as much as I'm proof that the cannabis plant is powerful, mm-hmm. you're proof that that you're proof that the mind is such a powerful, powerful thing. So, because I find it, you know, now being able to do it, and you've done the traveling, and you're meeting all these families, and like, do you not? You're probably like me, where. I go to do shows or I go to appearances. I don't even expect to see what the miracle is, and it always happens, right? Can you talk about, let, let people in on, like, just the connection to let, because the big thing about you is to, like you said, but to, to talk to parents that have children with prune belly, it's a big, it's a big thing. It could be a big devastation in life, but to be able to say, hey, you know, we can get through it. Yeah, to see older people with a condition that says you won't live past the age of two, that's a huge thing. Oh, did Fit. you guys hear that out there? Oh, yeah, my boy, who's 32, has yeah. a condition that they told him that he wouldn't live past two. And no, I mean, sorry, <laughs> one of the conditions. Sorry, I didn't want to right, right, yeah. right. And yeah. there's 1,500 people living in the United States under the age of 18 with prune belly syndrome. So, so it, that's so, a very, very, very low number. Wow. So when you are able to meet those people, like I was just at the Pumbali conference in Phoenix. And how and many people were there? And there were 20 people with Pumbali syndrome. There was a dying in the 50s, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, multiple people have had multiple kidney transplants. I met someone who was in his 40s. Uh, his name is Sean Mulladin, actually a huge hockey fan. Really? Uh, lives in Philadelphia. Has, like, oh, that poor guy. I'm not sorry, dude. I'm he's a Darren McCarty fan. Valley, but I'm not sorry for your flyers. <laughs> and he's had an incredible story and had, uh, has had three kidney transplants. And uh, just really, really awesome. So those are the types of things and stories that keep me going and 
then teach the next generation. That's what I'm doing now, and me and Mitsu and other people is we're going to pave the way for the next generation for research, for awareness, for Poonbully, and after the process. So that's... That's and I think happening. you're. I think you're more than that, Marty. Because it, as much as you're helping everybody with those symptoms, any of us that know you, anybody that comes in contact and meets you, you're a positive influence on them and their lives. That's what I. I say. You know what? It's you are for so many reasons such a great. But you're a great reality check. I think to to people in life. It's also too. I I love it because I want to learn what you teach me, you know, and all the stuff that you've experienced in that, but you're such an inspiration and it's because you are you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and that's the thing, you know, I mean, I knew party Marty. <laughs> I mean, you know, like that's, that's yeah. the thing. And it's not like just cause you have a disability, right. you haven't been gypped at things in life, life, right? No, no, I haven't lived a full, a very full life. I mean, I've like, been able to say, do what are, what are like, okay. What are some of the things that you've been able to do that, you know, like people, I want them to know that they, they, that you haven't been limited because of your disability. That I, uh, yeah, yeah, I had traveled by myself. I was in Peru for a month by myself. I was in Arizona for two months. Um, I mean, I live on my own. You got six speeding tickets. <laughs> you drive your own car. Drive my own That's, car. Which is hand awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had limitations, and I, I know I need help with things. But you ask for help. I mean, you can't do something. Like, that's the thing. Like, if people didn't realize that it's okay to ask for help in anything in life, and not just a disability, or like, like then you can realize the true potential of yourself and other people around you. Dude, I well said. I'm not, I mean, you know, you're you're one of the only people that get me speechless and stuff like that. So you know, hey Marty, um, one of our uh, uh, listeners, Michelle Short, uh, asked. She said, "Marty, you're an, an inspiration. Have you written a book? Oh, you should. Well, not. I, I have many people say that, and uh, eventually, I, I, it's in the plans. I just, I had new life now with my kidney." And a lot's happened in two years, so a lot's gonna happen in the next five years. So I want to continue fulfilling that journey a little bit more, and then I'll write the book, or and then go from there. And the pictures you have, I mean, that that, that trip to yeah. Peru, Peru, all all the stuff you've been doing is just, just so inspirational. It's been a blessing. For, yeah. Yeah. So you, you ever golf? I love riding the dog tot and I love putting. So yeah. I, I love it, dude, because I'm, you know what? I'm the down. Cattails Golf Club is an 18 hole championship track in South Lion, North uh, South Lion over there, yeah. Nine Mile, and just uh, E, what is it? Just west of uh, Novi there. Yeah, yep. former home to the LPGA Futures Tour, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and more. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience. Wetlands on the front, right? That's mostly where Perry's. <laughs> balls are if you find them. I, who am I don't, Perry's don't got, you Perry's got no balls, bam, bam. <laughs> Hardwoods oh, and native oh, forests oh. on the back. Range, multiple practice areas, and full bar and menu at the clubhouse. Come on out to the course at the Grind Time Family Place. So you can ride out in a cart and put yeah. your sack off as much as you want there, little buddy. And anybody out there, Grind Time Family, check out our Facebook page for an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans that will get you listen to this. 
18 holes and a cart for $25 during the week. Is that a good deal? It's a great deal. deal. It's a great deal. I'm going to tell my dad about that. How do you know? You don't even pay for golf, Perry. I don't want. No, you're America's guest. <laughs> you're connected. That's what I'm trying to say. That's People like Severino. you. That's Gosh, Severino why do you always that. think that I'm trying to Eisman you? I'm not. I already oh, have my Eisman. <laughs> I have my Eisman today. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what? What? It, what's in the future? So I haven't seen you in three months or three months, right? I'm so home for a while. No, you're, you're home for a while me. now because yeah. my mean, chakras. Now, a little, you can tell my 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 chakras off a yeah, little bit, right? I, I, I need to align. I know you I, that's do. That's the new chakras zones, and you do. I actually am thinking about trying to set that up and do like a day a week for like donations for people. Like that's a great idea. So that's something we'll talk about down the road. But yeah, yeah. I'm ready to open your chakras. Good, good. That's uh, yeah. We're talking about the chakras and all energy the healing. energies. We'll, and we'll do that in another segment. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's the you know that's something that that you've you know learned about and picked up. Any other any other neat things since you were here last? Like uh, I, I I did a tour at Capitol Records in L.A. I've seen the original like Motown things. Really? Uh, I got some like special things in the months with them. You do? Hopefully. So okay, that, good. Like, well, you, you know it, that it, anything it, that happens with you, we're going to... Uh, it's exciting. So that was awesome. And yeah, just a lot of amazing blessing moments. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome, bro. Always good to see... You know, like I said, your family, it's always great to see. I'm glad you came back to hang out for a while. I know why always. you hanged out. I, I know why, bro. I know why. Fucking trick tricks mean she's small. High times is this weekend. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Oh, right? yeah. And actually, one quick thing. It's yeah. Saturday. Uh, a friend of mine uh, are throwing a fundraiser at Simon's After the Dark um, in Allen Park. Uh, bands, uh, some bands. And Tommy Vack. Oh, yeah. A uh, comedian is opening. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll, if it's the table, post it on Absolutely. the Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. We'll, uh, for we'll let people know. Info. Um, no. Obviously, stuff like yeah, that. John, John, yeah. Uh, Ishmael John, yeah, so, yep. yeah, the life is good. I'm feeling good and ready for the fall, and that's it. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, what, what is your? Uh, do you have a favorite strain? Do you I'm, have any? I favorites? like sativa. I'm a sativa diet. Do not really a specific strain. No, no, not e. You like that like sunshine? That sunshine's good. Eh? I like it all. I know you do, bro. <laughs> speaking of that, you know, well, I have to ask you. You know why? Why? You know why I have to ask you? Why? I'm in the game, bro. Really? I'm in the game. It's official. I announced it last night. I signed a licensing agreement for four uh, for a BioFreeze CBD cream, uh, CBD gummy, uh, 200 milligram peanut butter chocolate bar, and um, to start out with, a strain which will probably be, like you said, a one to one at like ten to ten, and I'm pheno hunting right now oh, for. Um, right now, uh, uh, you'll when when you see Pink Hanna and the Darren McCarty brand, I believe I'm going to start the first one, which will be, um, I one for everybody. I'm throwing some ideas around. I like four cups. That would be a good name for everybody. <laughs> and then I'm I'm thinking that when I find the gas of all gases, because you know I like the gas. And anybody at home who doesn't know what the gas is, that means it's it's you think that there's a skunk or there's a fire <laughs> fire going on, you inhale it and you cough. Right? Exactly. That that's what I'm looking for. I'm gonna call that Darren McCarty's sweet revenge. 
in oh, honor of uh that'd be a bunchy punch yeah fuck you know well, absolutely <laughs> that's hey exactly right for me so so what does this mean um i will uh i was up there yesterday so exit 181 in pink conning so uh the best part and uh this has been something that you know, i've wanted to get into but it had to be but the thing is is that it had to be with the right people and being around for the last four years in the community and doing my due diligence and seeing um, who was out there. Uh, so the Radical Genetics guys came to me um, putting things together. So put a group together, Pincana, um, looking to be probably, I will show, uh, Tim was out. Tim, Tim was out with me yesterday. He's got video and stuff like that. That'll be, uh, we'll get up to the, to the website or the Facebook, but it'll show the facility. And the, you know, the best part is, uh, is that I'll, if I always preach, um, not what you're smoking, who you're smoking. Well, I'll tell you exactly. Like here, here's the whole deal. Is that, uh, is that if you, are smoking my because if it works then i can tell you like i did it this is what i did this is what i use because these are all the things that i want to use I'm right I, right if you take care of ourselves and right so i'm not the whole thing is that there's a wide spectrum everybody's body's different so my whole thing is like everybody else i'm more interested in finding what's best for everybody individually that chooses than if it has anything to do with me. I think that there's a lot of people, like you said before, right? Where you focus your groups on people with the similarities yeah. to show that you're alike. Yeah. I think that with what I have is is where I've come from. Obviously, I'm the walking picture. But in, until that time or stuff like that, it, you have to tell people where to go and what you use. So, for example, you know, the difference between the cbd and the thc free uh thc free cbd well the cbd with the 0.3 or less thc that's like going to the club and your name's on the list to the doorman boom you're in now the thc free is you have to wait in line but to, to, if you wanted the grind time family uh actually rich summers skated with us on saturday herbal that. active that's herbal active with no E on active. So U R B A L A C T I V dot com, right? Go to them. They ship everywhere. THC free. This is something that you can get in. Yeah, I will. I will be down the road working to have every different thing that is needed. But I don't have anything. These these are. Just because I don't have something doesn't mean I'm not going to tell everybody where to go. So go to herbalactive.com, use the code DMAC25, get 25% off their products. It's about you trying to see if this works. It's it's helped a lot of people because I would say that they cover the gamut as far as, you know, if I need a higher higher dose and stuff, there's other things that I can use, right? But this is, I, I find this is perfect for everybody to see where they're at. So please uh, visit our friends at herbalactive.com. Use DMAC25 for 25% off. Rich, thank you for uh, the friendship. Uh, Pincana, thank you for uh, for the love. I'm in the same place as you, bro, with, with so much great things coming because you know why? It's because 
you really feel like we, we're making a, we can make a difference now, they, right? We can talk about we're we'll say it once, but we'll show it twice, and we're out there showing it, and and that I just want to show people it doesn't matter. Find the similarities between between another person and yourself, not the differences, right? And that's uh, you know I was speaking about I'll be down. Let's see what do I got going? Uh, well, let me let me touch on the race. Oh. MIS last weekend. Thank you again to my boy uh, Rick Brennan and everybody at MIS uh, for the hospitality. Went down, told you about the interview. Brad qualified first, so on the race on Sunday, um, he's leading, and in then in the first stage, he's you know took the pole and he got out to a good lead. But it just goes to show you, it just goes to show you well, how things can happen. So I don't know what lap it was, and I don't know. I literally just flipped on. You you the TV. flipped it on. I just got to the racetrack because I was I had to drop Cheryl off. She went to her dad's um, uh, memorial memorial in Florida. So I dropped her off. So I was going to be there late, but I was uh, I was uh, I got there like just after the second stage started. I literally I got it. So so Mama Jan and Alex and Timmy um, and Aaron were waiting for me upstairs and I sat down and I just got a hot dog because they got good hot dogs in my ass <laughs> and uh and he blew up uh lug nut so I text him uh I text Brad after and I said because this is what I love I said all I could say is what a save on the blown tire and Wade never quit that was grind time shit don't mind me asking what causes a tire to blow like that and he says unlucky break a lug nut flew in the air and caught the wheel perfectly which, which I love the fact that Brad entertains my, you know, mundane questions. But to me, again, when it, when it, when I bring it up about NASCAR, something to look into, it goes to show you how tight it was. It's not four left turns and stuff like that. He's got a car that can win the race, that qualified first, that you know had everything running, and a lug nut, a errant lug nut hits the wheel perfectly. Boom, takes him out of the race. That's to me. Is that, is that not a amazing about how in sports but even in that sport for something for me i'm talking to myself like about myself is that wow i was so stupid when i was a kid and thinking it was four left turns to you got like it's that precise not just taking them out well out of the 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 race as far as uh position wise but Literally, that could have taken him into the wall, and they said it. The announcers were saying, "How oh, he saved save. it. it! He saved it! Incredible!" But that this lug nut could have threw him into the wall. Well, you up the know, car. Perry, as we were saying, I mean, as just, we like to say here, we don't like to elaborate, but he was only going 185 miles an hour. A <laughs> hundred and eighty, not eighty-five. No. That would be too fast to begin with. A hundred and eighty-five, Marty. And do you remember when we, when we were there in June? And we ran to uh, Victory Lane, and I know you, I think you did again this race. But when we ran across the pits to go there, there was lug nuts everywhere. I got four of them. I, I've got two. I got two. literally you on the road. You're running across, and there's just lug nuts. Yeah, no, we, we, yeah. I, I picked them up. I got yeah. a few. I got a few. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, look forward. So so everybody knows we got a big plans coming up because one of the big things at mis in february is they put seven sheets of ice and do a pond hockey in the rink and uh, i'm putting a team together and a bunch of different things rick rick already said that 
I'm going to make sure the Michigan Warriors, Josh, and our buddies nice. are involved in this. Um, we got a lot of good things. Like you said, I got a lot of big plans ahead. And um, with MIS, uh, speaking of that side of the state, I'll be heading over there to my see my friends at Firekeepers, play a little golf. Tomorrow, uh, the Symmetra Tours over there. So I'm going to oh. play with some of those young ladies, I guess. And uh, then I will see you at the meeting, Chief. Um, Friday, we have a golf tournament with the Westland Police yep, yep. Um, Association. Look forward to that. Do you know what golf course that's at? Uh, it's in Ypsilanti. It's, okay. Oh, yeah, we got to check that out. Um, um, and then Friday, then are you doing an interview Friday afternoon? Oh, Friday. Uh, you heard of the Rude Jude on the Shade 45? Uh, yeah. 4.30, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, so if anybody out there on Shade 45 on Friday at 4.30, I'll be on with Rude Jude that because, uh, you know, being a, talk to me about <laughs> cannabis and pink can and being a judge for the, can, you know, there's a, I posted the, the, thing high times did about the judges and judging and things like that so you know that that's things that i take pride in and obviously you know it's it's so anybody who knows me i'm so passionate about it that you know i, I want to be as smart as i can so i surround myself and go and ask questions i know that if anybody's going to be down around there come out by the vip because uh Pincana, all my all our guys are going to be out there we're gonna have some video you know, not product, got some stickers, but we're going to be talking about what we have and show you the facility because it's unbelievable. What are you I, laughing at? I'm just going, Friday is the ultimate Darren McCarty day. He's going to start off with his golf. <laughs> then he's going to go do his interview, talking about cannabis and all that and everything going on with with what's. Yeah, and then I got to skate, and then he's going to go skate. Yeah, play so it's not day. Darren McCarty Day. Fucking Saturday's more Darren McCarty Day. Go, <laughs> well, that's still, go I mean, fucking you got schmooze. Your golf, you got your go schmooze. Smoke, you got fucking your golf. do an appearance at the at the uh, Woodward Dream Cruise, which I'll be there with Buick South at the McDonald's. You hear that commercial on ninety-seven-one all the time. I think I'll be there with. Uh, Tom Moran and the Buick people, just uh, south of 14 Mile at McDonald's. <laughs> Do you know about Rude Jude? Like, are you familiar with him at all? Can you fill me in? Oh, my goodness. Do you know where he got his name? Because he's rude. The no. Jenny Jones Show Jenny jo back in yeah. the day. Oh. He was yeah. on the Jenny Jones Show. What did he do? And he would critique people on it. And he would, that's where he got the name, Rude Judy. He's from Pontiac. I love, yeah, no, I, and then he's, he caught he's up boys with, with Mikey. And, and he caught up with Eminem and got yeah. on his show, but he got yeah. that name from Jenny Jones. Yeah. The Rude Judy well, show that's is no pretty good. And, and Lord Sear, I think, is on that show, too. Nice. It's, yeah, it's yeah, good it's stuff. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, like, uh, and, and because of other, the, the conversations, we were saying how, some of you used to play music, but now they'd let them talk all the time and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, it's good stuff. No, man. it's good. No, no, that's I was I was having a conversation with. I music. may or may not have called into the show before. <laughs> wait, wait, time out! Whoa, time out! That's only a ding because I want everybody on alert because that's that means he just threw a nugget at me that it was like, no, that's like that's he's impressed. He's a fan, yeah. and that he's not fan. Well, that's music. why he, that's why he brought it back up. Oh yeah, no, no, because he had to let me know. So, so, uh, what do you want me to get? You well, a no, it, it's <laughs> just you know what it is. See what kind of shoes he's wearing. You know the six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that's mine with Eminem. It's how I can get close to Eminem oh, somewhere want, in life. Why wouldn't you just ask? Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I mean, he, 
Okay, so I grew up in Clinton Township, right? He moved into a house that was like across the street from my parents off of Hayes Road, right? When uh, his second album came out. So I was 17. Fuck, now I know who Stan is. It's the first. <laughs> that is the first CD I ever bought. Stan, do I got to call you Stan Stan now? Oh, yeah. Instead of Bam Bam? I'm the Stan Stan. Stan. <laughs> you learn something new every day. So that's, that's the six really degrees good. right there. That that brings it all back to me. So. Well, you oh know what? God. You keep... Uh, you keep Doing what you're doing, kid, and it's getting closer because you don't look at me. <laughs> that's the dude. That's no, dude. No. That's the guy that knows everybody over there. He's he's who I call. I say, Marty, can you uh, hook me up a little? So bit? so I probably saw him in concert. I don't know, a dozen times, right? One time I could have gotten close to meeting him. One time was at a Tiger game. I chose not to go to. Him and Jay Z were there promoting their upcoming tour that was coming to Comerica Park for two nights. He was there, and who wasn't? This guy. It's like one of the bucket lists. So you, asked, you, yeah. you asked before who I'd like to yeah. golf with. Right, right. That's, that's what the I one. was thinking. I mean, yeah. I don't think he would ever play golf, but that's the dude. And and, and you want to so talk when about, I you want to talk about when sneakers? I, you, I sat in a room with him and Kid Rock, the three of us, and talked for an hour, and that, that's bad. You want to talk about sneakers? <laughs> this guy has pairs of Air Jordans that are thirty thousand dollars shoes. What's the most expensive pair of shoes? His are up there for tennis shoes. His no, I mean, Air, is there a, is there a Taj Mahal or his Air Jordan fours are up there. They're pretty much the holy grail. Thirty thousand is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. solid. Yes. Don't even act like you know, Perry. You wear. Oh, I know it's pretty Perry's, damn solid. I mean, it, it's very topsiders. It, it over comes there. to yep. It comes to Perry Sperry topsider. The elite of the elite. It's him, It's those, and he also paired up with like Carhartt once, and those are fifteen thousand dollars shoes. Wow. Think about that for a pair of shoes. <laughs> so yeah, tell Rude Jude I said I want those shoes. I will tell Rude, I will tell Rude Jude that you want those shoes. So um let's see. So we got so that's Friday. We got the game. What the game is uh at Plymouth. Yep. It is a USA charity right. game yep. for yep. Attaboy, Perry. No. Who got me into this game? No, they they're not they there's a there's something more to it that we can't really say so, who it's for because a legal thing that they're Well, who's they're, playing? Uh, oh, uh, I just heard today uh, Marty St. Louis coming into town to play. Uh, you're playing Joey Koser, Mickey Redmond, Danny DeKaiser, Zach Rosinski, a uh, uh, handful of Matt Krug. We got a Krug, one of the Krug boys. Oh, we Matt, got, Matt. Hey, we got, we got my favorite Krug. Oh, yeah. Well, Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, you guys got to line up together. I think that would be pretty solid. Um so yeah, it's, it's, it should be a really good time, good uh, good thing. But yeah, I, I, the foundation there's legally, I guess it's okay. So okay, but, all right, Perry. Thanks for that. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's yeah, a great sorry. update. All right, so then so Saturday, that's where I'll be. Then I'll be at High Time, dude. Wu Tang. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I've been listening to a lot of Wu lately because you know the grew up. Or in the night, used to listen back in the nineties and stuff. But just listen to the lyrics now and the music and what they represent. You know what they always represent is what I love about, and it, it goes to show you because it's all about you know the seven of them or the eight of them. One gets out, they all get out, and that's the attitude here. Radio for One Studios, fucktard Mikey Walters, Beto Boger, you know the Detroit cast. Yeah, I love those guys. You can catch them Sunday to Thursday. Um, the Detroit cast, and also uh, great time last week with Jay Chris Newberg in town. You know, uh, Heroin has a new publicist. Check that podcast. So that's that's a great listen. 
Um, he always has great guests. Funny guy. Uh, new um, record coming out soon that he recorded yeah. at Mark Ridley's. So we'll do that. Uh, Sunday I'll be at High Times all day. I'm doing a podcast with Danny Danko, the senior editor for High Times. Um, and I'll be handing out the uh, Indica Flower Award, which I judged, which was, I got to tell you guys, um, you know, the evolution of the, the game. See, Michigan, if you, I'll give you a quick quick thing about the word, the word on the street in the cannabis world michigan had the edible games off the hook right our edible games the best in in the country okay um but that's always been the misnomer but the flower game's strongly coming now and i would say i, I tested 30 of these strains and and one of them one of them i wouldn't buy but we have usually it put us in comparison in the past There'd probably be five you wouldn't buy, ten that were uh, you consider mids or high end, and that's just you know on the average in the back. And then fifty, like five that were good. This one had about fifteen that were. I mean, I'm like after you when you pull the first one out, and I don't do them in order because I, you know, I just whatever. When you pull the first one out, and and like you're friggin' frizzled by the fourth one, and you're going, wait a sec, and I gotta stop to make sure to do it properly it's it's a good time so shout out to all the growers out there all the caregivers everybody who you know does that because i want you to know that it it, it does show and it just shows up a lot of places too perry you've been sleeping well lately uh no. you know why you haven't why you probably don't have a fucking my pillow bro you know what i don't and i'm waiting for one now y'all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today now, Mike Lindell, our buddy Mike Lindell, love Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillar, wants to give back to my listeners here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty. You can get deep, deep, deep discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listeners specials. Um, dude, here's the thing. I have the sheets that... I have the 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 Giza sheets, which are phenomenal, which has come out recently. I just had them back. I hadn't had them before because I've had the two pillows. But honestly, for me, when I had to put my last bulldogs down, uh, Hank and Georgia, I stole their my pillow. They had a dog bed my pillow, and I swear to God, it's the best thing. I use it. <laughs> I use it to this day. I sleep so much better. Always have. So I've had my pillow probably. I don't know when. When did we start here? Because Mike had the well, deal and I stole ago, him yeah. out of the... Yeah, well, you did. I, yeah, that's right. I well, I didn't steal him. That was part of the signing agreement. There was, yeah. Um, the my pillow. So I've been using it and I, you know... And you right right from the beginning, you said, wow. Oh, dude, it, it, the, the, it's, it's true because when you lay your head and it doesn't matter the way that it's made, not only does it stay in the cool, but your head will sit. So if you like to lean with your head straight back, you know, it'll, it, it won't... Move the form or whatever. It. You want to lay on your side, it'll stay there. I like the bigger one, like the dog bed, because I like to hug it and, <laughs> you know, like it's like uh, I like to hug my pillows and stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can get deep discount on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with promo code DMAC, it's only $29. 99 wow 
Use code DMAC and you can get a $90 pillow for 30 bucks minus the pennies. Remember, all my, my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Guys, I don't lie to you. Mike Lindell is the shit. If you don't know his story, and why wouldn't it be a, a former crackhead invented the greatest pillow in the world? Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99 and promo code DMAC uh, for these great radio specials. So thank you, Mike Lindell, and all you at MyPillow. Um, what else? Uh, huh, <laughs> guys, I gotta uh, before I go, Phil. If you're watching, I want you to see, guys. Uh oh, what's going on here? Oh, what, what do you What do you know? What do you notice about the hair? Right. So you can see that we're now starting <laughs> to get. Grow the mullet, but we're going to go mullet, frohawk, whatever else. Now, why am I growing the mullet, Perry? What is What, is, what, what, what era are we going back to? We're going to combo the 2000 grinder with the 93-94 rookie hockey player, D-Mac. Right? You know why, Perry? Why is that, Mac? Because... Miracle Flow. Have you heard of it? Oh, absolutely. Miracle Flow is for great Mohawks and mullets. Yeah. Right? The product's coming out. I've seen we have our own bottle. We have a DMAC, DMAC style, um, Miracle Flow, mullet. My wife even said, that stuff smells great. And I'm like, dude, it is awesome. <laughs> so here you see it, guys and girls. Oh. It's the start. It's the start. It's oh, on its boy. way. It is the inaugural. Let's see. So, and remember, this is Miracle Flow, not Miracle Grow. <laughs> Unfortunately, I won't be able to use it. <laughs> That's it. That was actually almost funny, Perry. That was that was quizzical. Um, but no, Miracle Flow. So, uh, yeah, check it out. I use it, and when the smaller comes back, I'll be using it again. Um, Anybody, uh, you got any plans? You driving? Uh, yeah, all day Saturday. So I'm not going to be, I'm so bummed I'm not going to be able to go to the Dream Cruise. Um, okay. But, but Friday we got a hell of a day. So we'll be busy all day Friday. Uh, Saturday, oh, Sunday. Going to be drinking out of the Calder Cup. Oh, you will. Yeah, I wanted to, wanted yeah. to hear that. What's, uh, so your brother Mike's bringing? Yeah, Mike's, Mike's got the cup. Uh, he's got a uh, little party he's having at the post in uh, Plymouth. Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna gonna be there, hope, hope, you know, all his family and friends, and uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I, I'll, I'll I'll have a drink out of that one. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. How about you, bud? Uh, other than I'll just see you just. Oh, yeah. I'll see you feeding your endocannabinoid system all weekend. You know why? Because you're gonna be right beside me. No, he's not. He's gonna be on your back because you're gonna be carrying him around. Well, hey, no, I'm actually I'm running my motorbike through the time, so like I'll just. Yeah, so I'll be on his back. Yeah, flipping rolls. Yeah, I love it. Any golf, Bam Bam? Nothing. How's his new house? Really good. That's a good thing. All right, guys. Well, Marty, thank yeah, you, buddy. Thank you, uh, thanks for bringing in the reality check and and the positive energy. And thank you. you are uh, you do every day uh, amaze me, bro. And thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for having me on. All, all right, Perry, us. 
Take care of those people. Bam, bam, have a good week. And remember, guys out there, guys and girls, what do we say here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty? No matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. Check out DarrenMcCarty.com. Grind Time out.